Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. So this week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring Adam Inkst of Tidbits. First on the discussion, Apple's problems selling iPhones, especially in China. A bit later, we'll have a vintage episode featuring Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer, where he gives you a special, unique opinion about what might happen with the next Mac Pro that Adam discusses as well. All this in the Tech Night Out Live. For our first episode of 2019, we are joined by the one and the only Adam Inks, who is testing out his brand new Blue Yeti microphone, joining the huge crowd of people who've gotten that mic and found it to be one of the best out there. Yeah, made it something new for the new year. This is a long story. I'll tell you right now very quickly. I saved enough money to buy the one with the gaming bundle at one of the game stores. It saved you a lot of money. That's the red one. And the best one is the black one or the silver one. The red one has a very noisy mute switch. I went through three samples and they exchanged it each time. Then I contacted Blue Support, and they exchanged it yet again for the black version or the dark gray version, and that's pretty much okay. Of course, Blue was purchased by Logitech, I hear. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, makes some sense, I guess, given Logitech does, but yeah. Now that we know that, I'm going to give you another story, which you might find interesting, and that is that I recently, or I'm still immersed in it, ran to a weird, weird problem with AT&T support. I, what, what provider do you use for your wireless? For iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, well, AT&T, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that AT&T support went into the, down the tubes after they bought DirecTV? I have not. I haven't had to call them in years. So I'd actually had pretty good luck, I mean, with them, but this was could have, could have been four or five years ago. So I haven't had, to, haven't had to talk to them since. This is really weird. So my wife calls AT&T support like the 29th of December, asks for a certain change in the account, the account ownership to put it under my name, partly because it'll help improve my credit, she says. Okay, very good. So she has to do that, and they told her what to do to do it online. But some idiot wrote down that she wanted the account canceled as of January 1. <laughs> so as of January 1, the account was canceled. And the numbers, the phone <laughs> numbers we use were removed from the account. I've spent seven hours on the phone talking to nine or 10 people at AT&T, and I had this before, trying to figure out why this thing was canceled, who did it, and get it restored. There used to be a way to call their high-tier executive customer service line to talk to somebody who reports directly to their VP of customer support or something. You can't do that anymore. You can only send them an email. And when you send them an email, they never answer. So we're still working it out. In the meantime, what I did is I started a brand new account and started from scratch. And eventually I'll get that restored, but I have different phone numbers now. Maybe it's better. Sometimes it's better to just give up and start something new. Because, for example, our home phone number we've had for 25 years. I should change that too. 
Yeah, I mean, getting getting new phone numbers is every now and then not a terrible thing. Although sometimes you can get a phone number that was had a, had a bad history, shall we say, and you start getting calls for the uh, previous owner, which is not always ideal either. Yeah, what happened in this particular case is for the iPhone, somebody was making funny phone calls, getting a ton of telemarketing calls to the point where ninety percent of the calls I was getting on that iPhone were not meant for me, or were to play a practical joke. I was only too happy to disgorge that phone number. So if there's any benefit, I have a different number now, and it's going to take, I hope, a few years for people to begin to harass me with this phone. So there are sometimes benefits in that, until, like I said, people discover this number, which, of course, I will not mention to anybody, because I'm not that crazy. But let's talk about real problems instead of AT&T problems. And the real problem is Apple Incorporated. Now, we used to, in fact, we've always heard the phrase, beleaguered Apple. It's like they went together. And up and down, Apple's had its ups and downs. Apple survived. So now, can we say beleaguered Apple again? Or we're just in a really, really complicated market situation. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think the term beleaguered you're allowed to use for a company that has hundreds of billions of dollars in cash and is making record profits in all but one country. Its problem is it's one big country, but it's not exactly, uh, uh, you know, Apple doomed news at 11. Well, the stock price has gone down and the perception here, and we should really cover a lot of these issues. The perception is that Apple's first problem is that they decided to build these very expensive iPhones, number one, charge too much. Recent Apple products, like even the new MacBook Air with Retina Display, the Mac Mini, they also had higher prices. The MacBook Pro with the touch bar, higher priced. The supposition here is that Apple may be losing sales because people say, I can't pay that anymore. But I don't so, think that's true either. Yeah. The, so so there's, there's a couple of things going on here. First of all, you know, talking about this open letter to investors that, that uh, Tim Cook um, posted on the Apple site. And it's really, really clear in that letter that the problem is China. And iPhones not selling in China is a completely different situation than iPhones not selling other places. Now, um, you know, the, the letter is pretty clear about how Apple is going to you know, post record profits um, in the U.S. and Canada and Italy and Germany and a number of other countries. So clearly the company is not hurting in any significant way. Um, however, the... Um, issues in China, um, I think, do allow, they open the speculation of what else is potentially going wrong. And, and to be clear, in the investor letter, you know, Cook does say, you know, yeah, we've, you know, basically there are other reasons why the iPhone hasn't sold as well as we would like. And so price is definitely one of those. Um but you also have to have to look at um, what's called gross margin. So if you look at Apple's gross margin, they make about 37 to 38 percent. 
that's how much, you know, so uh, what they charge, um, their profit margin is going to be 37 to 38%. And to and put this in perspective, if you charge $100 for a product, $62 right. is, is what it costs them, and they make $38 on the $100 deal. Okay. So they're making making they're making thirty eight bucks. The sixty two bucks is cost of materials, cost of shipping, cost of overhead, all those kinds of things. And that number has stayed pretty static for the last four or five years. So, although it is true that Apple is charging more, and there's no question about that, um, what in essence is happening is Apple is 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 building more expensive um, products that are more expensive to build. So their margins aren't going up. They're not making more money on these iPhone on current iPhones when they're charging more. They're just putting more technology in that costs more, and that could be a problem. I mean, as you as you say, the, the prices are have gone up, and there's there's no no two ways around that. But this is not a matter of Apple trying to increase their profits by raising prices. This is they're increasing raising their prices to keep their earnings the same, if anything. Remember, if Apple cuts the prices, the margins go down, and then Wall Street will complain about that because they can't win. Also, realize Apple's margins are higher than other companies. We got more to come with Adam Inks of Tidbits. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Ally. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bill Deagle, MD, A-A-E-M, A-C-A-M, A-4-M, of Nutramedical.com, and a consultant providing email advice free on advanced protocols for your optimized wellness and advanced technologies to heal and regenerate you. You can contact us at Nutramedical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or 888-212-8871. You get free email starter protocols of our top medical-grade nutraceuticals, initial testing, and recommendations for your own primary doctor to do, as well as recommendations to give you an idea of a consultation and a full protocol to try to help you regenerate your tissues, heal naturally without the use of toxic polypharmacy. I can send test kits to you as well anywhere in the world and provide you recommendations to referral of specialty clinics worldwide. So contact me, Dr. Bill Deagle, at Nutramedical.com. That's nutrimedical.com or 888-212-8871. 
hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I would flip-flop all night long, I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So we're talking here about Apple's problem, which apparently is China. Or as Alec Baldwin says on Saturday Night Live, China. But seriously speaking here, Apple keeps a consistent gross margin, which means it earns pretty much a degree of profit within a narrow range, which looks very good on the balance sheets. And whatever product they produce, They're not suddenly gouging you. It never changes. If it's a $1,000 iPhone, you know, the iPhone XS, or the $750 iPhone XR, the margin's roughly the same, although I suspect there are differences for competitive reasons. You know, for example, I'll give you an example of that. AT&T is one of the providers offering this deal, where if you buy one iPhone XR, they give you a second one. Yeah. The gross margin is across the entire company. So for services, say, the App Store, Apple Music, whatnot, Apple is undoubtedly making a much higher gross margin. It just scales, right? You know, you, you're, 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 you put into a data center once, that data center is going to serve millions and millions of people. 
And so that cost gets amortized very quickly. Um, it's not the same with hardware where you know you actually have to build the things each time, plus there's new R&D for each, each new iteration and things like that. So it's pretty likely, in fact, that the iPhones have lower than 38% margin. And as you say, the 10R is probably lower than, than the 10S because by definition, Apple went for a cheaper screen, a cheaper camera, things like that. And that allows them to keep the price lower, but they're probably also getting a few margin points back as well. And remember here, if you look at like the CNET review of the iPhone XR compared to the XS and the XS Max, you're getting over 95% of the value of the more expensive iPhones, which makes it really a sweet spot. One of the executives at Apple said that the XR is their best seller as a result. Because you really have to look at the margins of features to see a justification for a 10s or a 10s Max. The OLED display is a little better, sure, and has a wider viewing angle, and you get the double camera thing, so better portraits, better, somewhat better photos. But you don't have the 3D touch on the iPhone 10R. but who used 3D touch other than Adam Inkst? <laughs> I'm very fond of 3D Touch. But I do think, I mean, I, I think there's a legitimate discussion to be had around iPhone upgrades being delayed by everyone everywhere. Um, you know, that is, there, there are some definite reasons for that. And, you know, Apple even touches on them, some interesting ones. Um, and I think it's important, though, to not get bogged down in that versus the larger picture of what's going on in China. One of the issues there, I think, that, that people in the U.S. often don't realize, and honestly, I didn't know about it until relatively recently, is that in China, there is an app slash service called WeChat. It's a chat app, yes, but it is also hugely functional. There's lots of things that happen in WeChat from payments to um, city services to transportation things and all sorts of stuff goes on in WeChat. As a result, WeChat is the default platform. You know, there's, I don't know, at this point, last number I heard was 900 million, and that's a little old. So maybe, maybe a billion Chinese users of WeChat. You can switch between an Android phone and an iPhone and, you know, back if you use WeChat because you don't care what the phone is underneath. That's not true in any other country. So if you're a U.S. user or you're in Germany or Korea or wherever, if you get locked into using iOS, you have the, your iOS apps, you have iMessage, you have Apple Pay, you have iCloud Photo Library. Changing is hard. So everywhere else in the world, it's much more likely that if you have an iPhone, you're going to buy an iPhone next. In China, not so. In China, you buy the iPhone purely if you want to buy the Apple brand or if the current model has hardware that you think is going to be cool. So it's just competing on, on pure merits without all the benefits of the platform lock-in that it gets everywhere else. But it's also true here that there are other messaging platforms that are cross-platform that people might use, like WhatsApp. My son but it, but it has, in Spain it has uses to do with WhatsApp messaging. or Facebook Messenger. Right, but it doesn't have to do with messaging, messaging at all. The point is, is that WeChat is a platform. It's a platform that is basically required for life as a, as a, a smartphone user, which everyone is more or less in China. So it's messaging, but it's also your payments. It's how you schedule doctor's appointments. It's how you pay for the train. It's everything. And so as a result, those users aren't getting sucked into any other platform 
at all. They just don't care. You're getting the same app if it's Android or iOS minor. Precisely. Minor, some interface differences. It's almost like Microsoft Office, which is becoming more and more cross-platform, where they're now announcing the Mac and the PC version at the same time. Yeah. And the company behind WeChat is Tencent, one of the the internet giants in, in China. And they've put a great deal of effort in over the last, you know, I don't know what it is, seven or eight years, um, to ensure that WeChat has 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 gotten into this position. This isn't this isn't organic. This is something that was extremely engineered by a very large company, and no one else, anyone else in the world, has been able to duplicate it. I mean, Facebook would love to do this. Facebook would love it if you paid for things in Facebook and scheduled your doctor's appointments in Facebook and all that. But they're also Facebook, so it's never going to happen. So here is a host of Apple apps that you don't need. You don't need the calendar. Right. You don't need the events. I guess you don't need the notes app. You certainly don't need messages. So they're supplanting and, a, a and number of things right? that tie you Once into you any platform. They are supplanting many things that tie you into any platform. Even with Google, you don't have to use Google's proprietary apps. Precisely. So I think that's the really the issue. And keep in mind that you know Apple does these sort of TikTok years where you get a you know something big and snazzy one year, like the iPhone 10, and then the next year you get the revision. You know the 10s Max, the 10s, and the 10r. There's nothing wrong with them. They're better than the 10, but they're not radically new. I mean, previous years, you'd get the, the iPhone 6, the next year, you'd get the iPhone 6S, you know, the 7, then we got the 8. You know, they were never huge, huge changes. And so I think particularly in China, where Apple is competing on, you know, just perception in many ways, um, having a smaller upgrade year, one of those talk years, um, makes it more difficult for the company to maintain sales. Well, so I, next I assume year, in Apple fact, might have come felt, out with whatever the next big thing is. That might that might be huge in China because it'll be super cool and everyone will want to switch to it again, even though they're still going to be running WeChat on it. Right, but in addition to the possible reluctance of people to switch, and having a 10R helps because you get most of the features of the 10 at a much cheaper price. It's also the economic conditions. We can go into that in a moment with Adam Inkster. Tidbits, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. 
By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. USA Radio News. According to President Trump, little or no progress was made in Saturday's meetings between Democrats and Republicans to end the partial government shutdown and secure our southern border. Regarding Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's claim that a border wall is immoral, Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana tells Fox News. They do work. They're working in El Paso and Yuma and San Diego. They're working on the West Bank in Israel. They're working uh, between North Korea and South Korea. The partial government shutdown is impacting more and more folks, as we hear from USA Radio Network's Rick Vincent. The shutdown is impacting many federal employees, including air traffic controllers who are expected to work without pay. National Air Traffic Controllers Association spokesman Dan McCabe. You're already in a highly stressful, in a very stressful job. And now when you go home, you're thinking about, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay for child care? It changes the dynamic. You're listening to USA Radio News. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. Our company specializes in low-cost SR-22 auto insurance. We know that mistakes happen and offer free quotes for very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. The quote is free and we'll handle the filing so you can start saving money. Call 800-758-0725. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? 92 thousand dollars. Ouch. And the IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next.
So now we have the economic headwinds. We have this artificial fight that was created by you know who with China over trade. We have supposedly conditions worsening economic conditions in China. It's not quite on a roll like it used to be. And we have the fact that in China, as you say, having a specific smartphone platform is not important because the app you use works on both Android and iOS. It's like, do you want to use Windows on a Mac or a PC? Well, it depends what else you want to do. But that being the case, there's a less compelling reason to buy iPhones. So we have all that combining and Apple's having trouble. Is there anything Apple can do or is that the way it is? Forgetting the trade wars. (laughs) I honestly think there is not much that Apple can do for China specifically other than next year have a you know another iphone that every chinese person who is you know looking for a phone is going to say that's the one i've got to have because it's the coolest that it's all about perception it's all about it's all about having the 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 latest and the greatest and so you know next year is probably gonna be better and the thing to bear in mind also here is that right now there are a lot of other competing products even android isn't as popular in China. So we, we understand the situation. But what about India? Is India the next great frontier? Apple's starting to build iPhones there. India is going to be tough for Apple because India is much more price conscious than China. My understanding is, is that iPhones are simply priced too high um, for the Indian market in general. Um, it's a huge market, but it's much, you know, looking for cheaper, cheaper phones. I think that will be difficult for Apple to uh, to deal with. Why did they discontinue the iPhone SE? <laughs> I mean, what would it cost them to put newer parts, better camera, better processor, make a few odds and ends, and sell the same form factor or slightly modified form factor? There are a lot of people who like the iPhone SE, as including like the iPhone 5C before it. My wife prefers an iPhone that size because she runs around tiny purses. So she loves it. When I said to her she might have to get a bigger iPhone, I showed her a couple of them to show her what they look like. She said, that's too big. I don't want that. Get me an iPhone small one. Yeah, yeah. The apologists will say, obviously, it must not have sold that well because Apple didn't revise it. One never knows. I mean, Apple hasn't shared those numbers. But the fact is, is that every conversation I have with people about upgrading to iPhones now revolves around the size. And I've never heard anyone say, well, I shouldn't say that. There are people who just like the max size. You know, they want the the plus or the max or whatever. No problem. Fine, whatever. But everyone who is concerned about it being bigger is just put out. My wife won't, won't upgrade from an iPhone 6S for the same reason. Not that the 10R and the 10S are that much larger, but they're larger. Not, not you know, just enough. And she's like, I don't want anything larger. I don't need anything larger. It's, it's already a problem. And so, you know, that's an upgrade that Apple lost. This is the first year that we haven't upgraded in a phone because it wasn't worth it. You know, well, she was going to make her irritated. Right. But if you take, for example, an iPhone 8 Plus, which is the same size as the 7 and everything, and you put an iPhone 10R next to it, the display is a little bit wider. It's certainly taller, but the case is slightly smaller than 
the eight plus and it's also a lighter phone so mm-hmm. i think that's an advantage isn't it no well no the fact is is that everything is bigger than the six seven six you know six six s seven right size if you want a small phone those are already bigger than the se and the 10s the 10 the 10s the 10r are still larger yet physical size screen size is irrelevant to these people they're concerned about their pockets their purses their hands you can't change your hand size frankly for many women you can't really get pockets women's clothes do not come with them apparently and so it is just one of those problems where you know as a almost every woman i have talked to about the iphone says it's just too big. I'm not going to get the iPhone 10, the iPhone 10s, whatever it is. But you see what happened here is Apple kind of fooled itself in a sense because they originally were showing you why the 4-inch iPhone was enough, the iPhone 5s. Yeah. And they realized they had to get bigger sizes. And so the sales of the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, record sales, because Apple joined the crowd. They realized to really maximize sales, they had to have bigger form factors. But in a sense, they neglected people who wanted the smaller phones, which is why the SE came in there, and maybe it wasn't a good seller. Maybe the Macalope should advertise it more. That's the satirist who works over at Macworld. And maybe he should push it because he likes his SE. He's always talking about his SE. He likes the small iPhone. Maybe he's a short guy with... Small hands. Have you ever met him? Uh, yes. Okay. Is he a short guy? <laughs> but I can't. But I can't say who it is. So. Okay, I, I kind of know who he I'd is. I'd be but... gored to death. Huh? <laughs> I'd be gored to death. Yeah, but is he a short guy with small hands? Mm, I can't say the hand size, but shortish. Okay. I suppose though, when it comes to the Macalope, when Superman discloses to the public in the comic books and Supergirl what their secret identity is, then maybe Macalope will reveal his true identity. You never know what he could do, what he works for. Might be fun to get him on the show, though. Don't you think? Anyway. So I think one of the things to keep in mind also, and this actually gets back to the whole China thing, is that larger phones are popular in Asia for two reasons. Um, one one is that it's much more likely in Asia and China in particular um, that people will only have a phone. They won't have a computer as well. And so if you only have a phone, having the extra screen space is nice, right? You know, you're, there are things which are just better on a bigger screen. Those of us in the U.S. are more likely to have a computer, more likely to have an iPad, things like that, and to switch to the screen that makes the most sense. And so, therefore, you know, you can have a small iPhone and it still works. The other, the other um, thing that uh, uh, a friend of mine um, deep in the industry, again, I can't say, um, told me once is that, and this is a little bit old, so I don't know if it's still true, but in uh, um, for in Asia. Uh, women actually like to have the big phones because when they were holding the phone up to their head, it made their heads look smaller. And that was seen as a, you know, a, 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 a plus in the, in the, uh, the ideal feminine beauty uh, approach. You know, what's very interesting here is, as most of our listeners know, 
I also do those ride hailing gigs, Lyft and Uber. And I meet lots and lots of people. And you get lots of fun stories. And number one is some of the people I meet there, by the way, are from China because they go to ASU, Arizona State University, to get degrees. They come to this country. Or they are going to flight school, Falcon Field in Mesa, Arizona. I get to talk to these people and learn what they are like and what they're not. But one of the people I got in the car was an engineer from Apple, a designer. And I'll tell you about that in a moment. But first, I want to remind you that the very best way for you to support the Tech Night Out Live is to subscribe to Tech Night Out Plus. Tech Night Out Plus is the way that you can hear the show free of the network ads with better quality audio. So our guests like Adam Inkst sound just pristine. I never change. I never figure that out. If you want more information on how to subscribe and prices start at just $1.49 a week, check out plus.technightowl.com. Once again, that's plus.technightowl.com. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Marijuana has unleashed a green gold rush across our nation. It's creating $10.8 billion in new wealth a year. And every day, it's transforming more and more Americans into millionaires. In an historic event, former Speaker of the House John Boehner reveals how you could become one of them. Join him online for the American Cannabis Summit. Attendance is 100% free, but space is limited. Join online at www.acs2018.com. This event is the first of its kind ever. John Boehner and an esteemed panel will reveal which cannabis stocks are primed to deliver life-changing windfalls in the weeks and months ahead. Plus, they will show you how to become a cannabis angel investor, backing the hottest startups before they potentially become worth billions of dollars. Join American Cannabis Summit online at acs2018.com. Attendance is free. That's acs2018.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. 
That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Hey everyone, Proactive MD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. Proactive MD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece Proactive MD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now, 1-800-583-8662, or go to Proactive.com and enter promo code radio. You heard right. Proactive MD plus free shipping and a free gift. The new charcoal pore cleansing brush. You'll get all this for just $19.95 and their 60-day money-back guarantee. You're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back. Call now. 1-800-583-8662. That's 1-800-583-8662. Or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. Again, go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. Homemakers. Groceries by mail ships free. Try our amazing bacon. It stores in your pantry. No refrigeration required. Our value-added packaging provides a 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Always price less than grocery for your everyday use. Savory and delicious. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. Adaming of Tidbits is joining us, and we're talking here about Apple, the beleaguered Apple? No, not quite. Anyway, the person I met, he said to me that he, and I can't tell you his name, okay? And he can't tell me what he's doing now because he says it's a project that he can't reveal. But he also helped design the antenna system on the iPhone 8. So there you go. I think you can find him on LinkedIn or something like that. So I get to really interesting people. As far as China is concerned, as you say, that's their PC. But isn't it true here as you get larger and larger screens, which is where the market's going, this is what Samsung is doing, you get larger and larger screens, at some point in time, it becomes like a small tablet. I mean, with the iPhone XS Max, and that's a tongue twister, what's the purpose of the iPad mini? Yes, the iPad mini is a larger screen yet again. But is it, is it so much larger to be worth being a separate product? <laughs> well, arguably it's not. I mean, the iPad mini hasn't been updated in how many years? And uh, I have heard rumors recently that there there's talk of an iPad mini 5, but the iPad mini has distinctly been abandoned for quite some time. Yeah, I think that actually is answered. Apple's answer for the most part to that situation is you should get a big phone and not have an iPad mini. You know, I said, I don't agree with any of this, but that's what they've been doing. You know, I just think that it would make a whole lot more sense to have a, you know, a, a, you know, the three bears approach rather than just this, you know, kind of big and bigger uh, approach that they have now. That's big and bigger, not dumb and dumber. <laughs> okay, because I want to make sure. Now, as it, all this said about China, I think there are some legitimate 
concerns about iPhone upgrades elsewhere in the world as well. And I mean, Tim Cook actually hinted at these. I mean, you know, he said, you know, one of it is, you know, customers becoming uh, accustomed to the not having carrier subsidies. So if you remember back in the days of the iPhone 5 and the iPhone 6, you paid 200 bucks for an entry-level iPhone. And then the rest of the $649 price, because that was really what they did cost, so the rest of the $649 price, you paid off on your cell phone bill for the next two years. You were locked into that, into that plan for two years. But there is a big difference when you start seeing that price up front, because we don't have the, the subsidies anymore. So you go from thinking that an iPhone costs $200 to now you see a price of $1099 for an iPhone XS Max or, you know, the or for a XS. And for the XS Max, the, a maxed out Max will put you at $1449. I mean, that's just nuts. And so I think that people are starting to upgrade less frequently because it really feels as though the price has gone up. Hasn't really gone up that much. It's just that it's much, much more visible. What that was, what you would do is you'd put up an upfront money and then pay your cell phone bill. And you could cancel your contract after two years or pay an early termination fee, which in theory is what the carriers lost. But now it's a zero-sum game here because they sell you or lease you the phone. Okay? You buy the phone or you pay a monthly price that goes above your talk package and your data package. So you're buying the phone outright or financing it. That's how this thing is going. You're financing that phone. And that way, they're not putting any money into it. But when you get a deal, like I was mentioning before, AT&T and other carriers, you buy one iPhone XR, you open a second line, and you get the other one free. In a sense, what they do is you sign the normal contract to pay the monthly payment on the second iPhone, and then they give you a rebate of $750 that goes towards your monthly payments. Who is paying for that? Is that AT&T or is that Apple? It, it, it doesn't actually matter. The price is the same. The problem is that before, the only price you saw was the $200 price that was that where it was quote-unquote subsidized. And then the carrier would make their money back over two years. The problem now is that you see that price of $749 for an entry-level 10R or $1099 for an entry-level 10S, and it looks much bigger. It's going to be the same amount of money, roughly speaking, you know, spread out over time if you use the iPhone upgrade program or the carrier installment program. But people are going to be less likely to upgrade when they look at this and go, ooh, that's, that's a lot. I didn't realize an iPhone was you know, $750. I thought it was $200 last time I bought one. I mean, it's just, it's one of those situations where people aren't necessarily doing their math very well, but you you can't make people do their math right. Well, that's the thing here. People don't see what's going on in their monthly payment, but they do now because if you're agreeing to an AT&T Next or whatever the package is called, you are agreeing to buy release a product, and pay for it over 24 or 30 months usually. During that period, you have 
possibly the option to return the device and get a brand new one. And you keep paying forever. If you pay the thing off, though, your monthly rate goes down. But again, I still don't understand here, how do they offer this rebate on the purchase of a new device? Who's paying well, for that 750 that's, that's just a promotion that Apple's doing to, to, to sell more 10Rs at the moment. So the Apple is eating that seven fifty or whatever yeah. their whatever their dealer price say their dealer price say the dealer price is six fifty. Uh seven hundred and fifty dollar phone. I have no idea what the dealer price is. Does that, so Apple splits the difference with the dealer? Uh, whatever their contract says, and they're, they're not gonna tell us, so I don't know, I'm not sure it really matters. <laughs> the uh, promotions are are, are are a side thing that they're, they're actually extremely unusual. And the fact that the Apple is doing this promotion with the 10R suggests that they're trying to goose sales, which now that we've seen these, this having Apple having to restate their uh, or uh, uh, revise their earnings estimate explains why they had to re- want to go sales. Now, I do think the other thing that um, that Apple said in the investor letter that was actually quite interesting was they, they mentioned the whole battery upgrade problem. So if you remember in iOS 10, Apple started slowing down the iPhone 6 and 6S and SE to prevent them from crashing when they had weak batteries. And when that got out in late 2017, um, Apple ended up apologizing and providing batteries at this $29 rate for all of 2018, which was 50 bucks less than it used to be the $79.99 rather than $29.99. And so that, I think that had two, two basic problems for, for the iPhone upgrade, one of which was that suddenly a lot of people were just told these problems you're having with your phone can be easily fixed by a new battery. Whereas they may have just thought before, oh, my phone's broken. I need a new phone. You know, do not underestimate people's inability to understand technical issues. And so Apple, by in essence, getting all this media coverage of their battery program, um, educated a vast proportion of the of their audience that hey, you can just fix a lot of problems with a new battery. And then, of course, the other problem was that you know, again, we we start looking at these pricing, you know, these parent prices, and you drop to twenty nine ninety nine, and from seventy nine ninety nine, you know, people put thirty bucks into fixing a new phone, fixing a phone if it's an old phone. Um, they may be less interested in putting putting eighty bucks to it, particularly if they're still thinking of phones. Uh, they used to think of phones as costing two hundred bucks. Who's going to spend eighty bucks on it when you can get one for two hundred? Didn't Apple change the price after the first year to forty nine dollars rather than go up? Yes, yeah, it's gone. Ba- it's, when when uh, for 2019 um, on the the standard price now is 49.99. Um, that's so cheap. By the way, that's going to put time. that's going to put a lot of third parties out of business because that's kind of a standard price 49 dollars to go into a a batteries plus bulbs or something like that to replace your battery. Now Apple's meeting the same thing. So the only place a dealer can survive is if they're in a city where. You don't have a nearby Apple store. We've got Adam Inks of Tidbits joining us. We're doing the first show of the year. Apple, it's report of a shortfall in its guidance for the quarter just ending. 
and the stock price being battered and all that stuff. More to come on the Tech Night Now Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, as I was saying here about the new battery price being $49, doesn't that really hurt the third party? It doesn't do anything good for that market, but um, honestly, that market's been probably already hammered pretty hard by the entire 2018 of it being 29 bucks. So, I mean, I have to say, third-party batteries is not a place I'd go with uh, with iPhones if I could avoid it. Just doesn't seem like a good idea. You're more likely to have problems. You know, when it's 80 bucks, yeah, something you know, something that's cheaper makes sense. But if it's you know 29 or 49 bucks, I'd go with Apple every time. Well, I agree with that because there's always a question, even if the dealer is totally skilled at it. And one of the people I drove, by the way, on Uber trip, he worked for Batteries Plus and Bulbs or whatever it's called. And he said they have a way there of replacing that battery in like 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. It's a very easy process for most iPhones. And he claimed, you know, we don't have any trouble. And maybe he's telling the truth. But I agree with you. I'd rather go to the factory installation as opposed to that but the thing is apple also did which may be hurting 
we were used to the fact that every time Apple releases a new iOS update, performance on the oldest supported device or two is slower. So what do they do with iOS 12? They found ways to optimize performance, even on an iPhone 6, which I, I guess is one of the oldest models in the iPhone 5S. Better performance, which means the iPhone 6 gives you decent performance. It's not that different from an iPhone 7 or a 6S or an 8. Not so different. It gives you good performance. Why do I need to upgrade? Especially if you pay off the phone. After two years, you paid off the phone. Your cellular package is down 25, 35 bucks. You know, you're in a situation like a lot of people. You're living paycheck to paycheck. Why do you need to buy a new iPhone? So in a way, by making the iPhone a better product (laughs) that lasts longer and delivers good performance, Apple screwed themselves? Uh, They certainly didn't help themselves in that regard in terms of short-term gains. But on the other hand, you know, they're probably more likely to be making money on the services side, um, and they're going to have a loyal customer who will upgrade next time. I mean, it is very important to realize that Apple is in this for the long run. They have to report their earnings quarterly and all that kind of stuff, but they are much more concerned about what's going to happen in two years and five years and 10 years than um, they are about what's happening this quarter. The company is is worried about long-term health. That has to come at the expense of some short-term gains. Usually that's okay. And if they hadn't had this problem with China, this, the play with iOS 12 wouldn't have been a problem in the slightest. You know, they didn't have any problems in the U.S., so. Well, again, the thing is here, Apple's still making a lot of money. It's still a money-making machine. Whatever you think about Apple's issues, it's a money-making machine. They're not going to show red ink. Tim Cook said record profits. If you have good sales, record profits. The company perseveres, and obviously, smartphones have reached a plateau. It you don't have to buy a new one every two looking years at the anymore. actual numbers. So the actual numbers that Apple revised the guidance to was that they were going to they were going to make only eighty four billion dollars in this quarter. So when they're worried about making only eighty four billion dollars and record profits, it was only the earnings that were revised, not anything else. Uh, you know, there's just nothing really to worry about here. Now, the reason why the stock price went down is because stock price, in theory, is looking at future numbers. And what this says to investors is Apple may not be making money at the same rate um, in the future. Right. But Apple also pointed out they added 100 million users this past year. More people to buy services. You'll notice all the other products apparently are doing well. Macs. The other category, which includes the Apple Watch, services, things like that. iPads are doing well. And I do think, actually, the iPad's sort of interesting because the iPad has been been doing better. Um, The iPad Pros, um, Apple said they couldn't make them. They they were supply constrained. They couldn't make them fast enough. And simultaneously, the sixth-generation iPad has is 
quite cheap and has been on these discounts where it's been like 229 bucks. So, you know, they've actually really been in, been pushing the iPad sales, which, you know, hey, makes makes some sense, you know, you, you Apple is is a is a multi-platform, multi-product business and sometimes if yeah, the iPhone may be the the lion's share of it all, but if they can make up some of the difference by improving iPad or wearables or services sales, they're going to do that. Remember here, the most popular watch in the world now is the Apple Watch. And again, they even said they couldn't make them fast enough. That was another point there, by the way, keeping up with demand. With the new products they introduced, they had trouble keeping up with demand. That's the ones that came out in October and the Apple Watch. I don't know, and you certainly don't know, how much sales Apple postponed. Mm-hmm. As a result of that, probably they can give an estimate during their quarterly conference call. They'll yeah. say, well, we postpone $2 billion in sales to the next quarter or $4 billion, whatever it is. They may have already had the potential of at least matching their guidance or part or not showing as much of a shortfall if all the other products were available in quantity. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean... Lots of stuff is going on. I mean, the world is a complicated place, and it is definitely one of those situations where Apple, despite their power, and they've gotten pretty good at this stuff for the most part, um, you know, they can still either make mistakes in terms of how many, how much they're, they're you know, uh, basically how well their factories can produce these products, or they can just be hit by unexpected constraints, you know such and such product, you know, such and such part that is needed for the Apple Watch Series 4 may not be available in the quantities they need. And if that's true, they can't ship enough. And, you know, the hope is that, of course, that people don't go and buy something else in the meantime. But I think it's a pretty safe bet with most Apple products that people are not jumping to another platform because they're pretty locked in for the most part. Well, that's at least good. And that's why I said the 100 million extra customers. So all told, we know that smartphones have plateaued in sales. Obviously, the turmoil in China doesn't help. And other than raising the price, which Apple's done to increase revenue, for the future, the growth is going to come from other products. Yep. And, you know, uh, Cook made the point of, you know, he's very happy with Apple's future product pipeline, which merely is a way of saying we got some good stuff coming. Um, We'll see how much of a difference that makes. I mean, we know that the Mac Pro is slated for 2019, um, that. You know, it's not going to make it not going to make the complete difference. But certainly the Mac is not anywhere near as big a business as the iPhone is. But, you know, if that significantly boosts Apple up and, you know, it's also possible that, you know, and let's let's look at some silver linings here that if Apple says we need to be goosing Mac sales a bit more, maybe we'll see some more upgrades to things that feel like they've been, you know, ignored for a bit. We haven't seen an iMac upgrade in quite a while. Obviously, we just saw the MacBook Air and the, and the Mac Mini, um, but the iMac Pro is now a year old with no changes. So, you know, possible that Apple will be doing a little bit more, uh, having a little more action in those fields just to keep them, keep them fresh and keep people wanting to buy them. Isn't this interesting? By the way, I want to ask you something here. 
about a theory from Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. And of course, we're not responsible for what Brian says. He's a cool guy and I like him. But I want to get your comment. And this is about the Mac Pro. Why he thinks it's taking so long to produce. And I think you might know what I'm getting at here. But I urge you to listen to the recent episodes in which Brian has appeared to get the perspective of what I'm going to ask Adam. And even if he hasn't heard it, it'd be interesting to see that perspective. Once again, why has it taken so long to produce a brand new Mac Pro? More to come with Adam Inks of Tidbits. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Marijuana has unleashed a green gold rush across our nation. It's creating $10.8 billion in new wealth a year. And every day, it's transforming more and more Americans into millionaires. In an historic event, former Speaker of the House John Boehner reveals how you could become one of them. Join him online for the American Cannabis Summit. Attendance is 100% free, but space is limited. Join online at www.acs2018.com. This event is the first of its kind ever. John Boehner and an esteemed panel will reveal which cannabis stocks are primed to deliver life-changing windfalls in the weeks and months ahead. Plus, they will show you how to become a cannabis angel investor, backing the hottest startups before they potentially become worth billions of dollars. Join American Cannabis Summit online at acs2018.com. Attendance is free. That's acs2018.com. Ted Anderson telling you about Jordan Rubin's Beyond Organic Green-Fed Raw Cheddar Artesian Cheese featuring whole milk created through ancient dairy breeding, unpasteurized, untreated whole milk on the same farm the cows graze, containing natural sources of omega-3s, CLA protein, calcium, probiotics, and enzymes. I have never tasted cheese this good, and you need to try it. Contact your Longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. Hello. I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I would flip-flop all night long, I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all 
all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So, Adam, not to surprise you, do you know what I'm getting at here? I, I have not. I do not listen to Brian's podcast, unfortunately. So, okay. too little time. I understand. I don't listen to other shows either. And it's the same thing. And also, I don't want to be influenced by somebody's style or anything. I just do my own thing for better or worse. His theory, it's not because Apple wants to look at the workflows of professionals. That they can do in months, not two years. It doesn't take two years to design, a Mac, or three years, to design a Mac Pro that's modular, that allows you to upgrade RAM more easily, add graphic cards and SSDs and stuff like that. It's not. Make it easier to swap out processors, for example. That's not the reason. He said this is the first Mac that will use the ARM-based processor on the Mac. That's his hmm. theory. Um, it's not inherently a bad theory. I don't know enough about processor design at a deep level to know if that's likely, although there's certainly no question that, that Apple's, you know, a series of chips are, have pretty impressive performance. My understanding has been that they compete more at sort of the like low and mid range. I mean, they're not really competing with the top of the line of Intel's server side processors. I don't know enough about the, the the processor design world to to really say that. Could be. I mean, it would it would certainly explain why this was taking longer than it seemingly should. You know that unless Apple also is potentially using this as an excuse to pioneer you know new new manufacturing systems or the designs are radically different in some way that make them so they can't be just made in any any existing factory so if you remember right i think it was the mac pro that was made in the u.s in austin wasn't it the the previous one so it's possible they're they're doing something different that sort of requires more infrastructure spin up than they would normally have with a you know a regular chinese manufacturer well, that might be it, just setting up the manufacturing. And maybe this will also be built in Austin. Who's to know? Apple has to be unhappy with the fact that Intel's having problems 
making the small fabrication, getting 10 nanometer chips going when Apple has seven. They've got to be unhappy. And consider now, if we believe Apple and the benchmarks, they claim that the current A12 processor in the new iPhone 10s is faster than 92% of the notebooks out there in a constrained environment, resource constrained. The question being then, if they could let it operate at full bore, how high could they scale it up? Because obviously, you know, for a Mac Pro, we're using server-level processors, expensive Intel Xeons. Can Apple produce something that will match or exceed that? How will they handle Intel emulation until app-supported? What about running Windows on a Mac, an ARM-based Mac? Because remember, a Mac Pro is for pros. All very good questions. Um, I mean, I I actually strongly suspect uh, that Apple has already has Macs in-house running on ARM chips, and they're cross-compiling Mac OS every time on every build. You know, that's what they were doing um, when they moved to Intel um, way back when, that that was, you know, that had been going on for some time within Apple. And I see no reason why they wouldn't be doing that again. Presumably, they also aren't releasing it because the performance isn't where they need it to be just yet, for whatever reason. Maybe what they're developing for 2019. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean, there are existing Intel chips, 28-core chip, with 56 threads, costs an arm and a leg and a foot. You put that in a Mac Pro, or maybe they're waiting for Intel to have certain chips in the quantities they need. But then again, Apple can't be happy with Intel because of the Apple never likes relying on other companies. There's no question about that. The the main question that I'd have with with the ARM based stuff is just you know can they get the the top level performance out of it? Can they add the number of cores they need? You know is that something that's that's within Apple's chip design expertise at this point in time. It may be, maybe you know, they've been working on this all along, and they're up to, as you say, it's the A12 chip now. So um, they're really good at that sort of thing. But again, you know, Intel has a lot more, a lot more years of experience. But achieving those benchmarks, that's a good achievement. As I said, we don't know enough about chip design to know how powerful you could make an A-series chip if you could run it with 10 times the power, with 10 times the RAM, not three gigabytes or four, but 32 and 64 and 128, you can give it 10 times as much voltage. You don't have that constraint. What could they do? How does it scale up? Who knows? Well, they do. I don't know. Adam doesn't know. It's an interesting theory, but again... Would that be the reason, or as you suggest, manufacturing constraints? Clearly, Apple would do better to get that Mac Pro out yesterday. Yeah, and and what was funny was they were very clear when they first had these discussions that it was not going to be in 2018. So they knew up front that it was going to take them a long time, which is also interesting. It's possible that Macs are actually in the pipeline longer than we realize also you know so they you know the mac that we see today may have been worked on for 18 months we just don't know 
or it's possible that you know if it's not just a rev to an existing one they can they can change something relatively quickly you know without much uh, without much time without much fuss but uh yeah i don't know we will see soon enough. Um, I, I expect that Apple will be interested in having more good news, such as Mac Pro release, um, sooner rather than later. You noticed that right after the earnings uh, uh, shortfall announcement, um, there was an announcement about how, you know, New Year's Day was the biggest App Store day of ever, you know, and they, you know, hit all these records for the App Store. So I think it's pretty clear that uh, Apple is looking to to control the optics of this whole thing as much as they can. And remember, there are a lot of people on Wall Street who talk down Apple, even when Apple had record sales, record revenues, record sales of iPhone 10s. They talk down Apple. So this is just, you know, this is sugar. They're getting a sugar high over this. <laughs> I'll tell you, they're getting a sugar high over this event. What can I say? We'll see what happens next time Adam's here. will be after the quarterly conference call, or we'll see what he has to say and what's going on. Tell our listeners, if they want to know more about the things that you do, where do they go? You, you can go to tidbits.com to see everything that we write, uh, including our coverage of this whole shortfall issue. And uh, for those in the audience who might be an Apple professional, check out our Tidbits Content Network, where we provide you content for your blog at tcn.tidbits.com. Adam Inks, thank you for joining us in the Tech Night Out Live. Glad to be here, Gene. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. USA Radio News. The partial government shutdown continues and Vice President Mike Pence is meeting with lawmakers from both sides of the aisle in hopes of coming up with a solution when everyone gets together to solve this and fix border security. Tragedy at a California bowling alley has many people still searching for answers. USA Radio Network's Wendy King has the details. We heard gunshots. Pop, 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 pop. Deadly gunfire at a Southern California bowling alley. Three dead and four wounded. I seen people running and I heard gunshots and I tried to get down. It happened in the L.A suburb of Torrance. Police Sergeant Ronald Harris. Officers uh, upon arrival did immediately go into life-saving measures to do their best that they can for those victims. So far, there have been no arrests. Investigators are still looking for a motive. The Department of Nevada Corrections announced that death row inmate Scott Dozer 
died from an apparent suicide late Saturday afternoon. This is USA Radio News. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-561-5716. That's 800-561-5716. Again, 800-561-5716. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-919-5435. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-919-5435. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-919-5435. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We have Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer joining us, and we have a lot of issues that were raised by our previous guest, Josh Centers, that I want Brian to tackle. This way, we get two different slants, or maybe the same slant. And one of them is, you know, we have Apple with the 5K iMac that can drive another 5K iMac. And then we have the MacBook Pro that can drive two 5K displays. Okay, so we have the iMac can drive a 5K display. The MacBook Pros, the 15-inch, can drive two 5K displays, I believe, right? Or is it one or two? And then the iMac Pro. I mean, all this, they have all this GPU horsepower. And now, how many 5K displays do you have to choose from? We have the LG, and Dell announced it at one time. I don't even think it ever went on sale. Why the dearth of 5K displays? I would imagine, uh, so Dell does have a 27-inch 5K display for sale right now just fyi but i I, part of it is i don't think there are that many i mean apple seems to be the one company that has led the charge in um and making machines that can do this if you remember when the 
iMac 5K was first released. 4K displays at that time were the, you know, oh my goodness, that's that's a high resolution. And Apple had to come up with its own custom connector to make that work. So I, I haven't paid that much attention to the rest of the PC industry in the intervening time. But I, I think that Apple is the one, is just like the one company making computers that are focusing on that resolution. I just looked at Dell's page where they list the 5K display, the UP2715K. You go to the site and there's no place to place an order. Just, I, I, I was actually trying to figure that out right after I said that they had one for sale. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm saying is that it's announced that's for sale. And somebody has a used one, I see, for sale at Adorama. And Apple, of course, sells the LG. But you can't buy the Dell. Yeah. Or let's see, Amazon. Let's see if Amazon allows you to buy it. Uh, do, 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 5K display. And I'm looking here. It's currently unavailable. We don't know when or if this item will be back in stock. So, yeah, it's a nice-looking display. I think it looks nicer than the one from LG, which is kind of pedestrian. To put it mildly, but you can't buy it. And I see, and you know, HP is doing their 34 inch wide curved display, which is really, really sexy, but it's not a, it's, it's not a 5K display. I'm looking over at that company that I really don't want to name, but I will anyway, Samsung trying to see if they have one because they've got a 28 inch, a 27 inch and a 34 inch curved. But I can't tell what the dis- what the uh, resolution is. I yeah, know. I, I really I know. need I to have a curved display. I just really, really pray for a curved display. You would love one? No. They're nice. They're nice. I, you know, I, I, uh, the, the, the HP one is really, really sexy looking. I believe you. All right. So <laughs> now I'm kind of thinking here. Apple is supposed to come out with. Uh, new displays. I guess when they release the Mac Pro next year, assuming they release the Mac Pro next year, and I'll take it they'll probably have to because they've been promising it for a while. I think Apple's going to sell 8K. And part of it is that the movie industry is moving to 8K. Well, uh, that you know, I suppose that's possible, Gene. But if you remember when they did 5K, that was supposed to be room for 4k video with another thousand K another thousand pixels left over for, uh, you know, palettes and controls and things like that. So does 8k even cut it? Well, that's 10 K. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would actually, that if, if they're going to take that same angle, that would, they would, they would move to 10 K. I have no idea about display technology, what that beast will cost. Now, when they came out with the 5K Retina display, the original model in 2014 was a few hundred dollars, more than the regular 27-inch iMac. But it filtered down to fill the entire product line, so the 1799 version is a 5K display. They all are. So will Apple introduce a 10K display, like some kind of oddball size, that is appropriate to that resolution, sell it for three, four grand, and then... Over the years, it'll filter down, and maybe they'll des- design a a supersized iMac to go with it. You know, I suspect, Gene, I suspect that we're actually going to be looking at 5K displays being the rule 
for another few years from Apple. I don't think they're going to move to an 8K, and I don't. I don't think a 10K exists yet. Well, I don't think 8K. Like, yeah, the, the 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 TV and movie industry, the movie industry in particular, is is you know making noise about 8K because they always want to be pushing the boundaries. But no one's buying those TVs. There, I mean, those TVs I don't even think exist yet. Are there 8K TVs? Yes, they are. They're very very expensive. The movie industry, they have cameras. Like Red has a camera, I think it's $30,000. That's 8K. So I assume certain movies like blockbuster movies might be shot in 8K. But they will be edited down to 4K, probably. They're just using the extra information. And when they use terminals to edit those things, it'll simply be sampled down to 4K. Yeah, the the vast majority of people don't have 4K TVs. I mean, like... I know that the industry likes to push forward. I know that you know the, the movie, movie industry in particular, or the TV industry in particular, wants to 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 keep coming out with new things so that people don't sit on their TVs forever, since they last uh, a long time these days. Uh, but I I really I don't I think Apple's going to be in the five K display business for for a while. And remember this too, even though a lot of people don't have four K, the fact of the matter is, however. That if you go to the store, only the very, very cheapest models are HD. Mm. Everything above $300, dollars or so is 4K. It may not make a difference when you get a 37-inch or a 42-inch TV, and they probably don't have advanced display features such as HDR, but they are definitely, most definitely 4K. That's enough of this. Word. <laughs> Oh, well, there's a story out now that to expand Apple Music, Apple is making a deal with Amazon. So Alexa-powered devices using Alexa rather than Siri will be able to, if you ask the proper commands and maybe face east or west or the moving sun. No, seriously, they'll be able to run Apple Music. Yeah, that's pretty, that's a pretty, it's. I am surprised by this. I am surprised by this. Um, I wasn't surprised when Apple brought Apple Music to Android. That made a lot of sense. I am very surprised that they're bringing it to uh, Alexa in part because, um, you know, Alexa devices don't have, at least the Amazon Alexa devices don't necessarily have the highest fidelity and Apple is all prissy about its uh its fidelity and you know and, and the, the home pod is supposed to sound fantastic etc so uh, it, it it's it's a pretty big move for apple it's a good move for amazon consumers certainly win it's it's one of those rare things that i just didn't think would happen and i'm surprised that it is happening and it's great well look at the stats now apple music is ahead of spotify in the U.S., Spotify remains ahead of Apple Music overseas, and overall, Spotify is growing faster. So maybe this is Apple's way to kind of level the playing field by making it available on more devices. I don't know how many people have Alexa devices. You see the commercials. I have no idea what the sales are. We've got more to come with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live.
for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. 800-301-5435. 
Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. So with Brian Chaffin, we did 5K displays. We talked briefly about Apple Music on Alexa. Anything more to tell us? Well, I guess we have to talk about the TV shows. Is that for 2019? Do we know? Okay. We don't know. 2019 feels right to me. And the reason why it feels right to me is that they've been signing these deals for the last year. They've been putting these shows together. They've been signing the contracts. Uh, They're not going to want to sit on these shows forever. So 2019 feels right for me, to me, for Apple releasing, um, to, at least at the very least, beginning to release some of this original content that, it, that it's buying and producing. Now, I don't know at this point whether Apple has begun to actually produce them. I assume we'll know that because the trades will report it. Yeah, some of them, some of them are definitely in different stages of development. Um, you know, like, like, like we were, we were in the last few months, we've heard about, uh, shows that weren't even named, you know, and Apple was signing several without even having a pilot, uh, produced. So, but, but, uh, some of these deals are now at least a year old. And so you would think that, that they are either close to being in production or are in production. At the same time, we see how changes are in the industry. Disney's new video service is going to go online. They're going to have a Loki-based series with Tom Hiddleston, the original star from the movies. The Marvel shows on Netflix are dying fast. So, of course, Luke Cage and Iron Fist were canceled after a couple of seasons. Now, just after... Wait, wait, wait. wait they, they were canceled like netflix got rid of them or disney pulled them they were canceled i don't know whether it has anything to do with that or not but they were canceled and then of course we have daredevil which i thought was a fairly fairly successful program and that one just completed its third season it's gone so they still have jessica jones they still have the punisher i don't know if defenders will ever come back because it brings all the heroes i don't know if that really makes difference but getting back to apple's tv shows we know when they'll go in production because the trades will tell us variety hollywood reporter and everything else but even when they go in production and if they haven't yet it means at least another year before they actually premiere um not necessarily when they go i mean when they go into production i would assume that we could see the the first episodes in as little as a couple of months one i mean once they're actually shooting well you know with a tv series for example they may start shooting for an october premiere date in august 
So they have a full production there, and in three, four months, they're ready to bring you episodes. But if they're going to do the Netflix thing, which is film all the episodes and then release them for binge viewing, then it's going to take an additional six or eight months to do that. Yeah, but so far, Apple hasn't done that. Apple has done the, we're releasing stuff, uh, you know, a new episode every week. Um, we don't know if Apple, I mean, that's what the Apple produce shows. So it, it's certainly possible that they'll change it up with all of these new shows. And they're going to see this, you know, look at the success uh, that Hulu has had and look at the success that Amazon has had and Netflix and go ahead and release them for binge watching. But I, I, I'm not convinced Apple's going to do that. And if they don't do that, if they do decide that they're going to release them um, a week at a time, they may well do what broadcast TV has done for decades, which is be at, you know, sometimes even like a week or less ahead of the air date. Oh, yeah. They might be editing it until like, yeah, the final days and everything like that. Yeah. There are a lot of episodes of, uh, of the X-Files that were still being edited in the hour before, before they had to be, you know, turned in for air. Well, right now, Kevin Smith is directing an episode of Supergirl. And I think it's the next episode or the one after. Yeah, it's the next episode. And if he's still editing it now because they just put up the shots, it has to go on the air on Sunday, which is the day after you hear the show. So, yeah, I can see it working to the very next day. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. It's interesting what I mean, Netflix is the is the first company that did this and, and with the house cards where they released the entire season all at one time, which means that everything had to be produced and edited and filmed and all of it done ahead of time. And, and now they're done with the entire thing and now they release it. And fans clearly love that. And it would, I, it's, it's interesting, Gene, this week I had a conversation with Jim Dalrymple of uh, the loop. And this was on the, the Apple context machine, which is my weekly podcast at the Mac observer. And uh, Jim was poo-pooing the idea that Apple is is going to do well with its shows because it's being because it's steering away from the edgy stuff. It's not doing violence. It's not doing sex. May not be doing profanity. And he thinks that that's really really going to hurt Apple. And but understand uh, also, we don't know how far Apple's going to veer away from that. They may be like broadcasting TV, which skirts it. They may be like the free quote-unquote cable channels like usa today where they drop a word so it's borderline pg-13 you know we only hear the rumors nothing has been shot yet decisions can change decisions can change we know that apple i'm actually okay firstly i'm personally optimistic that apple is going to do well with these shows i've been very encouraged by the people they're signing I've been very encouraged by the descriptions of the shows. I've been very encouraged by the caliber of of the projects that have that have been you know released or leaked. I I do wonder how much Apple's puritanism is going to is going to negatively impact the quality of of the shows. It certainly could work. We know though on the on the like contrary side, we know that the Apple produced shows like in particular, I'm thinking of Carpool Karaoke. That, that first season of Carpool Karaoke was not good. And it was not good because they went back and, and edited out all the profanity. 
And because they weren't shot to not have profanity, the end result of editing them just made the made them really uninteresting and and not not good. So you know, I, I I'm hopeful that Apple's going to do well with this, but I certainly have my doubts. But remember, we see carpool karaoke on network TV, so there is a clean, sanitized version where Paul McCartney and Barbara Streisand are not cursing. Yeah, but the difference is that those are five to ten minute segments, not thirty minute segments. It is a completely different show from uh, James Corden's uh, um, Late Late Show. Right? Uh, the, the the versions that are on there are shorter. They get to just make them the very very best things, and the, the versions that that Apple has produced and and shown are you know have more sketches and more skits and more setup stuff it's 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 a very different show well remember the one with paul mccartney which i think is online the version you see on tv is short but he ran a mini concert in liverpool and just that would take what 20 minutes or so Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's true yeah if you're gonna that's cheating though that's that's a that's a concert. That's not a that's not a show. I oh, remember I, this too. That Paul McCartney. I can't believe he does what he does. He's seventy six years old, and he's up there like a kid. I mean, the voice is not the voice that we remember. Mm-hmm. He had this fabulous his range. Gone. He had the greatest range of any member of the Beatles. He could also do that rasp like Little Richard. But when you do that for fifty or sixty years, the voice goes ah. So he's kind of raw, but he's still Paul McCartney. Okay, yeah. we got more to come. Not about Paul McCartney, or maybe we will. Talking with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer, quick reminder that the best way to support this radio show is to become a member of Tech Night Out Plus. And to do that, you've got to check out the information on sign up at plus.technightout.com, P-L-U-S.technightout.com. And when you get there, you'll see the information Prices start at just $1.49 a week, which means our price is cheap. Less than a cup of coffee at most convenience stores. And certainly a lot less than Starbucks, right? And Starbucks won't advertise in the show, so I can rag on them. I hear your keyboard, sir. Sorry. Okay. Starbucks won't, adver- Starbucks won't advertise on this show, so therefore, well, I think they won't. If they do, I most, yeah, I know I'm not going to let an advertiser dictate that. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. 
It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Welcome back to Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, it's Uncle Gene. Yeah, it's him. So, now we talk about Apple's TV shows. The medium of broadcast will become an enhanced part of Apple Music would be a service that includes some people saying an enhanced version of Apple Music, Apple News, and then the TV as a single package? Or will they drop TV shows in to boost traffic for Apple Music? Well, the, the, the rumor, the, le- the supposed leak we've heard, this come from Ming-Chi Kuo, an analyst who I think gets way more credit for being right than he deserves because he's so often wrong but he uh, he did successfully um um uh, report reveal that uh, apple was going to move to USB-C on the new ipad pro models so he was right there but he's been wrong about so many things he says that apple's tv shows are going to be free just free just free to apple users you've got an apple device you can watch them i don't believe that for a second i don't believe that even not even not even a tiny little bitty second and the reason why I don't believe that is because Tim Cook and Luca Maestri, that would be Apple CEO Tim Cook and Apple CFO Luca Maestri, have both said that services are growing, that they're going to continue to grow, that they've got, they had um, uh, plans to double services revenue within, I don't know, a year or two or something along those lines. This was starting six, nine months ago, they said this. And it, when when Apple is looking so hard at extracting more money f- for services, that's more money from from me and you as Apple customers. I do not see how they can say that and then turn around and give premium original video, movie, TV show, documentary content away for free. That makes zero sense to me. It also makes zero sense to me that Apple would charge us ten bucks a month for streaming music 
but then give us for free original videos and TV shows. Or maybe they'll have an enhanced version called Apple Music and TV for $5 more a month. I also think it depends how many shows they have. Remember, Netflix has quite a number of TV series, even with the ones that have been canceled, and tons and tons of movies. Hulu has quite a few things, but just having 10 or 20 TV shows and nothing else does not a streaming network make. This is true. We don't know what other content Apple might finally be able to bring along to this party. Uh, I personally think that it'll be another 10 bucks a month for the, for the, the streaming video stuff. Maybe a combined 17 or, or you know, 17.99 or 18.99 for both music and video. Yeah, and, but and no one's going to pay. You're going to pay $10 a month for. 10 or 15 TV shows. Maybe you'll only want to watch one or two. Again, I think got more than 20. What are you talking about? How many are there? Two dozen? Let's look here. You'll hear my keyboard going. Apple TV show guide. As we speak, he's going to count the number of TV shows that we know about. Obviously, yeah, there may well, be others we, we don't. But usually this gets in the trades. It gets in the trades because producers have to be hired. The actors have to be hired. 22 shows that we know of so far. I said two dozen. I was pretty no, close. you said 10 or 15. All right. Two, I'm, I'm thinking here, though, even with two dozen shows. It's actually more than that. It, it's a 27. Okay, 27 20, shows. What percentage of those shows will the average viewer want to see? Five? So, uh, that's a lot of content to come come out with, you know, swinging out of the gate. Yes, it is. But I don't think it's enough for that kind of service, especially if they drop all at once. If they drop it once a week, I can see that. I can see, like, for example, CBS All Access. Yeah, okay, but I mean, we don't know what other content Apple will be able to bring to the table. You know, we, we've long known that Apple wanted to bring some sort of streaming video service to market we also know that the studios and networks were extraordinarily uh, resistant to that idea and that and and it seems like apple is 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 eventually decided well if we want to do this we're going to have to do it the netflix way we're going to have to do our own original content to, to to make sure we have the eyeballs and then we've got the the power to negotiate the other deals too and remember though the networks will largely have their own services Disney for ABC, going to have its own network, CBS All Access. Hulu gives you NBC. You see what I mean? Gives you several networks. It's owned by them. Except for the CW, the CW streams free with commercials, by the way. Now, being at a motel right now, what bothers me about the current situation is, say I want to watch Doctor Who, and the TV set they give us doesn't have Doctor Who. I go to the BBC America site. And I can stream the shows I missed with Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who, the first female Doctor Who. Guess what? Before I can even begin to watch anything, I have to tell them what TV service I'm using and log into it. And then I can access that content. Otherwise, forget about it. Even with commercials, I can't get it free. Okay. And? So the thing is here is that I wonder now, and the train has left the station, 
how many of these studios and networks will want to also deal with Apple? Because Apple might want exclusives on some okay. content. If Apple has the, it puts up the money, Apple will be able to get the stuff. If they, if they put up the money and they have the eyeballs, Apple can get the content. The, the problem has been in the past that the studios, the studios didn't want to see, you know, Apple take over that customer relationship like Apple did with, uh, with consumers in the music industry. And, and, but, but they turned around and they signed deals with everybody else and their brother. So, I mean, at this point, I don't think they're worried about Apple owning the video space. And, and I imagine that, that Apple, you know, if Apple puts up some money, it'll, it'll get some, get some other content to put out there too. So it'll just be like Dish Network, DirecTV and, and whatever cable provider you have in your city. Because I of the fact they're be- all carrying possibly the same content. Each one is separately licensed by the studios. I think it's more likely to be the Netflix or Amazon model or something entirely different. I don't think it's going to be like the cable TV model. I don't think it's going to be like stations. I don't think that you're going to be able to get the Discovery Network and the Comedy Central or even necessarily the ABC channel. I think it'll be a, a show-oriented um, service. But remember, with Amazon Prime, you join Amazon Prime, you get the video, but they have extra cost options. So if you want to rent, you pay extra. Also, they have direct links to like HBO and Showtime and things like that. If you want those services, you can sample them and subscribe additionally. And I guess Amazon gets their cut. So that's how it's kind of set up now. All right. You know, we'll see what happens. We don't know. We can only guess. We know what Apple's doing. We know they're going to do it. And we have to see how that turns out and Apple ends up with. But like I said, right now, of all the shows they see, I only see a few that I like, but then it's still early in the game. But in terms of Apple Music, though, which is where we started this discussion, in the U.S. it's growing faster than Spotify. It's number one. Spotify is growing faster elsewhere. We have Amazon Alexa now with, or coming soon with, Apple Music. How does Apple catch up with Spotify? They're certainly monetized a heck of a lot better to compete. Apple doesn't need to catch up with Spotify. That's the thing. Apple doesn't need all of Spotify's customers because, you know, surprise, um, most of Spotify's customers are not Apple users. You know, Apple, I mean, I don't, I don't think Apple Music can, can ever catch Spotify because it is mostly, well, I don't know. I guess it is limited to Android. What am I saying? It's Android, limited to Android. Android, now Alexa, and of course iOS. But the vast majority of, of those Apple Music customers are, you know, iPhone and Mac owners, iPhone, iPad, and Mac owners. We've got more to come with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in a Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. 
And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Introducing Reveal from GCNLife.com. Beverly Hills dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman invented Reveal, which contains polypeptides with natural botanicals and no parabens, sulfates, silicones, or dyes for a salon-quality hair growth product. Reveal. Here's Dr. Newman. I have treated a lot of patients who lose their hair and they lose their confidence. We've created a unique set of polypeptides, which we call HPT6. The HPT6 contains the polypeptides from six different plants. The scalp infusion treatment should be used on wet or dry scalp. The Reveal hair care system is designed to be used for men and women alike. Get Reveal at GCNLife.com with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So try Reveal today at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Plus a discount up to 25% off for Reveal at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon. September 2018. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I've been using Extendivite for many years now. May 2018. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. March 2018. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. February 2018. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy.
We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So we're talking there about market share briefly, and we get into this discussion about Apple deciding at its last presentation of quarterly financials to announce they will no longer announce unit sales for any of their products. Now, over the years, they've cut back, like they used to say, well, they sold so many notebooks, so many desktops. It's just one thing for the Mac. They introduced the Apple Watch without unit sales, nor any of the other personal devices like that, like HomePod. The theory went that, oh, they didn't expect that Apple Watch is going to sell a lot. It ends up, of course, that Apple Watch is the number one best-selling smartwatch on the planet. And probably at this point, their sales exceed that of all watches of any individual company. It is the number one watch on the planet. Right. So it's the number one watch on the planet. And this without telling us, but of course, you look at the sales you can infer to a certain degree. Apple tells us this is the case. And they are paying for data from, you know, the the, the rest of the industry, from the various industry watchers. So we only have Apple at its word, but I imagine that Apple is telling the truth. Well, they have to. Otherwise, the SEC is going to come looking for them. Yeah. They have to be very careful. That's why... You know, we have when they say, well, what is Apple telling us? Is it real? Yeah, it's real because it has to be real because that's the law. And you don't want to see Apple being charged by the SEC for reporting false sales, because if you think they've come down on other companies that could destroy Apple's reputation very, very fast with investors if they're faking. So they're not faking. Okay, so they don't have the figures. And some analysts will say, well, Apple does not expect to grow these markets in the future. Macs are flat iPads up a little, down a little, iPhones growing a little bit, but or not at all. But the increases in revenue come from higher sales prices. Counting all that, they say Apple's hiding it because they got something to hide. What do you think? Well, I think a lot on this. Uh, firstly, no company wants to to reveal anything about what it's doing. Public companies are required to reveal financials and the reason why companies talk about numbers the numbers of of products they're selling that sort of thing is because the analysts want that information in order to recommend their stock a company's stock and so if those companies don't play ball with the analysts they might not get that recommendation well, enter Apple. Apple is uh, a unique company in about a jillion different ways. Apple has been steadily telling Wall Street less and less about the specifics of what it does. And it does that for one reason and one reason. Well, it does that mainly for one reason, actually, maybe two reasons. But that first reason is that they can. Apple can get away with this. Apple can get away with telling Wall Street less and still get that that uh, that recommendation. But I think what is happening with iPhone, I think we have a confluence of two things. One, Apple is deciding that 
unit sales are flat. Revenues are probably increasing, but unit sales are flat. And they are at the height of their power. So if they're going to stop reporting unit numbers, they better do it now because they can. And you know, we got a song and dance from from uh, from Tim Cook, who was just clearly waiting for this question to be asked during uh, the last uh, quarter of the conference call with analysts. And he said, "We don't think the numbers matter. It's like you you take your shopping basket at the grocery store, you go to the checkout line, and the cashier looks at your cart and says, "Well, how many how many units do you have in there?" According to Tim. That's really not the right question. That doesn't really matter. What really matters is that total value of the, of the things that are in the shopping cart. Now, okay, that's a nice line and everything, but what that really means is that Apple knows that its unit sales are not going to go higher. And so they're charging more and more for iPhones in order to continue to get some sales growth there. But I, I think I, I think that we're looking at the confluence of several events. One is a mature smartphone market. Two is Apple is at the height of its powers, making the most money ever, and that they they felt like uh, this was the right time to go ahead and pull back this final piece of information. And remember, other companies aren't giving that information. They are not. So how can we assume here that Apple is doing something wrong? Well, it's not it's 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 not about right and wrong. It's about what Apple can get away with. I mean, there's no legal requirement that Apple or any other company report these unit sales. Like I said, that's just a trying to make the analyst happy. It's trying to make the uh, third party uh, metric firms happy. But Apple doesn't care about that. No, Apple cares about satisfying its stockholders and, of course, satisfying its customers so they continue to buy products and services. Wall Street, of course, not. And of course, Wall Street. And they still go around like they're doing every year now. Oh, the market for iPhones is collapsing because of the fact that we have these stories about cutbacks in component orders. Forgetting here that, of course, you're going to cut back now component orders because the March quarter, you build less product. So you got to start cutting back now, not to be overwhelmed. And Apple, of course, has very tight controls on inventory which people forget. So that's one thing. Every year they make the same mistake. Every year Apple's stock price is impacted. But if you look at their guidance for the current quarter, it's for record revenues. Uh, Yes, uh, it is. Uh, And Greg Joswiak, who is one of Apple's uh, vice presidents, recently said in an interview that iPhone XR has been the highest selling um, iPhone, I think, every day since, since its release. Uh, this was the same thing we got last year. We we were told that the iPhone uh, 10 was an abject failure and that no one was buying it. Uh, and then it turned out that that it has been the, the top selling iPhone every week since its release. I think that was what Apple said for, for like the whole year. So, um, yeah, there's there there's a lot of trying to read the tea leaves. Some of it is dishonest. Some of it is is trying to be honest, but but no one has. No one has the right information to really know what Apple's doing in terms of um, in terms of production. They choose one metric or a couple, just as Tim Cook says every year. Well, you know, you can't base our sales and production based on just one or two supply chain metrics because what they do is very complicated. They switch back and forth between companies based on the capacity they need and the ability of that company to deliver 
product on time at the proper yeah. price with the proper quality. Yeah, let me say something about that too. There's a reason why Wall Street focuses on numbers. There's two reasons. One is because it's easy to do. You know, unit sales are unit sales are unit sales are unit sales, even though they're not. But the other thing is that the entire rest of the world is is competing on, you know, a rush to the bottom. They're all competing on price. They're all competing on being cheap. They're all competing on market share. You know, the secret to profit is having market share. And let's break here and then we'll get get that. Market share indeed. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. USA Radio News. The partial government shutdown continues and Vice President Mike Pence is meeting with lawmakers from both sides of the aisle in hopes of coming up with a solution when everyone gets together to solve this and fix border security. Tragedy at a California bowling alley has many people still searching for answers. USA Radio Network's Wendy King has the details. We heard gunshots. Pop, 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 pop. Deadly gunfire at a Southern California bowling alley. Three dead and four wounded. I seen people running and I heard gunshots and I tried to get down. It happened in the L.A suburb of Torrance. Police Sergeant Ronald Harris. Officers uh, upon arrival did immediately go into life-saving measures to do their best that they can for those victims. So far, there have been no arrests. Investigators are still looking for a motive. The Department of Nevada Corrections announced that death row inmate Scott Dozer died from an apparent suicide late Saturday afternoon. This is USA Radio News. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-561-5716. That's 800-561-5716. Again, 800-561-5716. Warning. 
If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So, of course, as you say, there's a rush to the bottom with companies competing for market share. And they rush to the bottom to make prices cheaper, whereas Apple overall is increasing the average sale price. The average sale price of Macs is going up because new Macs are more expensive. And you've got the $5,000 iMac Pro. You've got a a Mac Mini that can be optioned up to over $4,000. Mac Mini. When they come out with a Mac Pro next year. It's going to be a $15,000 computer when you option it up. So Apple gets more money out of each product because they're competing in an area where that's where the profits and sales are made. Not that they're overcharging because if you go to HP or Dell and look for the premium models, not the 10,000 models that cost $600, but the premium models are priced in the same range. Well, I mean, the conversation about Apple's upgrade pricing is a separate conversation. The, the the point I was I was making before the break is that Wall Street obsesses on these numbers for a reason, and that reason is because it's an easy thing to understand. You know, you can you can understand who's selling more. You know, who's selling more, and that person must be winning. That sort of thing. Uh, it, for years and years and years, we watched Wall Street <laughs> asking, like like, what do you you know? How are you going to compete against netbooks? How are you going to compete against cheap PCs? How are you going to compete against cheap smartphones? How are you going to compete against cheap feature phones? How are you going to compete against cheap, 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 cheap? And it took a very long time for Wall Street to finally stop asking that question of Apple. And they haven't, even then, they haven't entirely stopped. And I don't think it's because they truly grok Apple's business model. They just sort of stopped asking that question because they weren't getting the answers that they were looking for. And I, I, I think that, that that is the vestiges of that is, is part of why uh, we continue to uh, have Wall Street trying to measure the number of iPhones compared to everybody else's number of smartphones. Well, remember, the iPhone 10 was a top seller. So what do you say? Now, this year, if the iPhone 10R is a top, does that mean the 10S Max is right behind it? And then the 10S? That doesn't tell us how much of the market they occupy. Only that of those three models, 
the cheaper one is the biggest seller. But if they're pushing lots of thousand ninety nine and up ten S maxes, gonna still be a lot of money. Well, in, indeed, and and while people talked a lot about how the the iPhone ten R was like a less expensive way of getting face ID and getting uh, the notch and getting, you know, the improved innards and things like that. What everybody seemed to miss, and and I, I've never quite understood why, is the fact that Apple also made its introductory iPhone start $50 higher than it used to. It starts at $749 in the U.S., Whereas the iPhone 8 started at 699, so I mean, like Apple is is seriously increasing its average selling price with the with this device, especially if they're going to be selling in numbers. And for most people, the only real difference between the 10R and the 10S or the 10S Max, other than display size and everything, would be the OLED display compared to LCD. And for most people, LCD is fine. I mean, there are obvious differences if you consider the limitations of LCD such as the viewing angle. But most people don't look at the side of their iPhones, so that doesn't make a lot of difference. The other thing is the 10R has the best battery life. Yeah, that's a thing, right? So, yeah, that is, that is a thing. I haven't personally heard many people citing that as the reason why they would buy it. I would think that the real deal is, is the, the fact that it, you know, it's, it's a $749 phone instead of a $1,000 phone. That's a pretty big price difference and the thing to bear in mind here is you're getting one 95 percent yeah. of the features yeah. of the more expensive iphones Absolutely. and how many people care about 3d touch all five who use it having two cameras hmm, one is pretty good yep. i mean maybe some people who are more in the power user or more picky about their pictures will get slightly better pictures with a more expensive gear, the display being somewhat better. But for most people, if you're getting 95% or 98% of the joy in a product that costs $250 less, I can dig that. Anyway, we don't know what's going to happen with sales. We'll hear about the December quarter sales probably around February 1. Maybe even February like 10th. Apple seems to be getting later with its reporting. Well, it just takes longer because everything gets more complicated. Yeah, they're a big mm. company. They do a lot of things. We forget that. Then Apple does a lot, so many things that we can't keep up with. And we have no idea what's in the pipeline. I mean, we know there's going to be a new display and we know there's going to be a Mac Pro, but that's not going to be a high volume product. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, well, they'll sell 50000 a year. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe 100000 maybe. And, yeah, of course, it'll increase the average sale price. A lot will be determined by the average sale price of the products. There, You can't infer the actual mix, but you can get a good idea where people are favoring the purchase once we get stuff like that. Well, the, the, the Mac Pro gene is important from the standpoint of it being a Halo product. And it's something that Apple seemed to have forgotten. Like, there, there was, a, when Apple was beleaguered and, and when Apple's, uh, Mac product line was was selling in a, a lot lower numbers than it is now. 
it was the creative professionals who carried Apple, and it was the creative professionals who made the Mac seem like the aspirational uh, uh, platform. And it, you know, it, 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 the Mac Pro has always been a more important product than its numbers otherwise indicate. It's, it's important to have a machine that the elite need. I think Apple lost that message very much so. Yeah. With the previous version, the trash can version, which now we can throw in the trash because it was misguided and it took misguided. Apple far too long to realize that. And I still yeah. wonder why it's taking so long, except supposedly Apple is taking the time to observe workflows from professionals. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Have you heard my theory on this? It's it's well. I'm not, let me hear. Let me have your blowing you. I'm not blah blah blah. No no. I'm when blah, people blah, 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 blah pe- say it again because I'm talking over you. I, yeah, I'm sorry, Gina. I wasn't blah blah blahing you. I was blah blah blahing this idea that that Apple is observing workflows. I'm sure they're doing that, but that's not what's taking so long. Uh, and I have a theory. If you would, li- if you'd like to hear that theory, go for it, man. Or as Arnold said, go for it. <laughs> right. My theory is this. Uh, the reason why it's taken so long to to get this Mac Pro because they've, they've been working. So we it was first mentioned in 2017, and I mean, just go, the iPod was nine months start to ship, start to ship nine months, nine months. So how long does it really take to design a new form factor? I mean, it's, it's not like I mean, like we understand what computers are, right? It's a logic board and it's a CPU and and maybe you stick that T2 chip in there for some security stuff and you stick some GPUs on there and you do a bus and you do some parts and you have a computer, right? This is not this, you know like this has been figured out for a long time. Here's what it's here's what it's waiting for. It's waiting for Apple's move to its own ARM processors. And those processors aren't ready yet. They're not going to be ready until uh, 2019 at the earliest. And I think that the Mac Pro is going to uh, ship as an Apple processor device from day one. And if it does, it's going to be twice as fast as Intel or something like that. Remember here, when we look at the claim, and I'll get some more of this in the next segment, that the current iPad Pro is as fast or faster than 92% of the notebooks being sold. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap. But not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host.
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Marijuana has unleashed a green gold rush across our nation. It's creating $10.8 billion in new wealth a year. And every day, it's transforming more and more Americans into millionaires. In an historic event, former Speaker of the House John Boehner reveals how you could become one of them. Join him online for the American Cannabis Summit. Attendance is 100% free, but space is limited. Join online at www.acs2018.com. This event is the first of its kind ever. John Boehner and an esteemed panel will reveal which cannabis stocks are primed to deliver life-changing windfalls in the weeks and months ahead. Plus, they will show you how to become a cannabis angel investor, backing the hottest startups before they potentially become worth billions of dollars. Join American Cannabis Summit online at acs2018.com. Attendance is free. That's acs2018.com. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So 92% factor, which means that 
if you do the geek bench and all the benchmarks, it's coming darn close to the high tier notebooks like a MacBook Pro. That's in a very, very resource restricted device with three or four gigabytes of RAM designed to maximize battery life for 10 hours. Very, very constrained. Now, what could they do if they scaled up that CPU to work in a place where there are very few restrictions in terms of power? It's a desktop well, computer. Can it scale up appropriately? I, I, you throw enough cores at it, and I think it can. I mean, there are other challenges, I think. I mean, like, th- there are ways that the ARM architecture processes calculations, processes instructions differently than the x86 instruction set and the x86 instruction set so far and that's what that's what uh, uh it, it guides intel's processors and amd's processors as well the x86 instruction set has maintained an advantage on some types of computing that is done on desktop and even laptop computers and then there are other types where, you know, Apple Apple is just killing it with its line of AX processors. It's just, I mean, th- those processors are fantastic. So if Apple was turning around and designing its own processor that is designed for desktop instead of designed for mobile, and remember that the reason why Apple went to its own processors, processors for mobile in the first place is because no one had the focus that Apple wanted on power management and speed too. So what can that team of chip engineers, what the, the chip designers, what can they do if they are designing for desktop? I don't know, but I'm really looking forward to finding out. Now, remember also here, the Intel chips are weighted down by support for older technologies. They got to support every PC going back years. That's true. That's Whereas point. ARM processors that Apple designs are designed strictly for the requirements of Apple's products. They're not constrained by that. They can focus on optimizing CPU performance. I would wonder, I guess, in passing, how Intel emulation will fare on the ARM processor. If they say it's twice as fast as Intel, will therefore be almost as fast as Intel when they do emulation? Because they have to do emulation for probably a couple of years. Yeah, I agree. What can Apple do for itself in this particular regard? I mean, they clearly have put together a world-class team of chip designers. Clearly, because they are killing it. I mean, they're beating they're beating companies who have been who have been making chips for a long time. They're beating Qualcomm. You know, Intel is has never really done well in in the mobile space. They're beating Samsung. They're beating all of the companies. So, what can they do? If they are making their own processors, I can't wait to find out. I think that that's what is delaying the Mac Pro. As we said, no resource restrictions. It could pull all the current it needs within reason. Apple is still going to be pretty keen on these things being energy efficient. Sure, but it's not like a tiny device that weighs ounces and has to run for 10 hours and has all these restrictions. You have a big desktop computer modular you know a a 30 pound device or a 20 pound device whatever it is and they could build in cooling systems that can handle that so the key here i guess would be if the cpu can sustain much higher performance because it's unrestricted the restrictions are removed 
How far can it go? Apple knows. Can they make it twice as fast as Intel? They can come up to 92% of the speed on the iPad Pro. How far can they scale up that processor or the A13, which is what's going to happen next year? Yeah, or the A14 or the A, you know, Apple may have a new naming scheme for the desktop ones. And also, how many cores can Apple throw at it or how many individual processors can Apple throw at it? With Apple calling the shots for what it's designing and making it do exactly what they want it to do, I really think this could be an important development for us as Mac users. It'll certainly be very interesting to see how customers are going to react to that. Intel ain't going to like it, but then Intel can't even produce the smaller dies. What, they're having problems with 14 nanometer chips now, and they're trying to go down to 10, and Apple's at 7 already. Well, yeah, to be fair, TSMC is down to 7, and Apple's designing for that. Yeah, but we also know that Apple's probably pumping research dollars into TSMC. Sure, and production dollars. Right. You know, and, and, and helping them uh, get the equipment that they need to, to do whatever it is that they're going to do. I imagine that Intel has all kinds of designs for much smaller dies, but they can't make them. They can't produce them. So it's, it's Apple's success in the processor field is not just Apple's success. It's absolutely Sam, uh, uh, the TSMC's success. And before that, it was TSMC and Samsung. And before that, it was largely Samsung. Intel. Hmm. This will set apart Macs from everything else. And, of course, they can say, well, it's no longer Intel. It won't be compatible. They'll make it compatible. They'll give you good performance. I don't know how they'll do it. They might pump everything through the graphics processor. I don't know. Yeah, Apple's done this. Apple has experience doing this. Some of those people are still there. I, I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be some kind of a compatibility layer some kind of or you know emulation environment or something along those lines. I don't worry about that at all. I think Apple has shown that they know how to do that uh, that sort of transition. And yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm super I'm super stoked about this. They might do it on the hardware level because in the past it's been on the software level. They might even design some kind of core that will have no other function but processing emulated Intel code. And therefore, using yeah. hardware acceleration, they might be able to do some kind of miracle. And so I'm just going to leave it there. We have no idea what's going to happen. It sounds intriguing, though. And maybe the first step was to include the systems on a chip on Max, for better or worse. Although there's supposedly this is something which we have to deal with very fast. Supposedly, the T2 chip on new Max makes it more difficult for third parties to fix the products. Uh, yeah. And I think there's a trade-off there. I think that the T2 chip is doing some interesting security things and I am, I'm okay with that particular trade-off unless it's artificial. If it turns out that Apple is making, is like the T2 chip is there so that third parties can't, uh, uh, do some repairs, that's going to make me cranky. But if, it's, if that's simply a byproduct for the other benefits the T2 chip brings, I'm okay with it. So much for byproducts, Brian Chaffin. Please tell our listeners, with or without byproducts, where can they find more information? I don't know why I said that. More information uh, about what you do. I, I Unfortunately, I come with a lot of byproducts. I am the editor-in-chief of the Mac Observer at MacObserver.com, and you can hear me weekly on the Apple Context Machine podcast.
That's truly exciting. But we'll leave it there, okay? You can find us on Twitter. Look for Tech Night Owl. You can find Gene Steinberg on Facebook if you look for the guy in the red plaid shirt. It's not a new picture, but I'm told by independent, objective people, I don't look that much different. I actually have a picture in the closet that's getting older. As I do this, I don't know. I'm not a vampire. I am not a crook. <laughs> that sounds like that guy. Well, anyway, seriously speaking, the best way to support the Tech Night Owl Live is to become a subscriber to the Tech Night Owl Plus at plus.technightowl.com. We give you a special version of the show free of the network ads with better quality audio, higher bit rate. And sometimes we stick in little things there that are fascinating and extras. The prices start at just a dollar forty-nine a week. Our price cheap, like they used to say with Mad Magazine. Maybe they still do. For more information, go to plus.technightowl.com. Once again, that's plus.technightowl.com for the enhanced version of Tech Night Owl Live, free of the network ads, so you can't complain there are too many of them. But if you're listening to the free version, listen to the ads of some good products. Brian Chaffin, thanks for being with us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. The Tech Night Out Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.